Hey, welcome to the Strong Roots Podcast. My name is Kristen Hill, and we are so excited that you're tuning in today. Our prayer is that you would move one step closer to Jesus through this series. So go ahead and check out this next episode. Strong Roots Podcast, we are in our new season called Seven Habits to Become the Best Version of Yourself. And I'm here with Elise, and we're going to be hitting things that God says is a result of following Him. And today we're talking about goodness. And I asked Elise to do this because she strives to do this in her everyday life. She strives to be good as God is good and not perfectly. Yeah. Nope, not She's perfectly. Like, Please don't tell them I do this perfectly. Yes, <laughs> I don't. But I'm excited because this is something that I feel like God has put on your heart to mm. want to be. Mm. And also, also giving him credit, he's naturally gifted you in wanting to do this and be this as well. Yeah, absolutely. So yes, I'm going to start out with the first question. So Elise, why is goodness such an important habit of a highly effective Christian? I think goodness, it's an interesting thing because we use the word good so often. Yeah. Um, and I think being good is when we're doing it correctly, a result of the Holy Spirit working in us. Right. And so there are many things that the Holy Spirit I brings out of people when we, you know, ask him to live in our heart and lead our life. Mm-hmm. And I think goodness is one of those big anchor um, results of yeah. actually having the Holy Spirit in you. Absolutely. So. I love that. And I think that's one of the things people get so excited after mm-hmm. they do follow Christ. Oh, yeah. They're like, I had someone just the other day be like, I'm a new person. Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. So when talking about goodness, you can't help but think about badness. No. You're right. It was <laughs> so, true. So how can you keep sin from your life? Or how do you personally keep sin from your life? Oh, that's a great question. And I think to answer it most completely, I think we have to go back and I have to go back in my own life and recognize who I was before Jesus. And I think that I always was taught and strived to be good. Um, even though I didn't have the Holy Spirit, I worked really hard out of my flesh mm-hmm. to have an outside that was super good. But I think the yucky part about that is the inside was not good. Right. And so I think the shift happened when I began to recognize that I was a sinner, mm-hmm. that I was not good. And the Holy Spirit, I, I needed the Holy Spirit to illuminate that in me. Right. Um, and that only was able to happen when I gave my life to Jesus and really handed all parts of my heart over. Um, and then the inverse began to happen. I think the sin was being illuminated. Yeah. And then God was helping me confess and repent and heal a lot of that. And then it's interesting because now that God has done that work in my life, the result is that goodness that I always strived for. And I think when it comes to sin, I think recognizing that you get kind of a warped version of good Mm. if the inside is still yucky. Right. And so I think it's like in in the Bible when they talk about... um, like the false prophets or the false teachers or living this like double life. I think that when we're still having that yucky sinfulness, um, the Holy Spirit has to do that work in order for that goodness to be genuine and to be godly and to be holy. Um, And I think with sin in our life, like 
I, I'm, I'm a type one and you know yes. that in the Enneagram, watch that Enneagram series if you haven't, but being a type one, I think I always want to strive to run as far as I can away from that old life. Right. And I don't want to go back there because I know how yucky it was. I know how um, anxious I was. I know how just ugh, negative I felt on the inside. And I think keeping sin from my life is so much easier having the Holy Spirit and being able to like kind of have like that sin meter in my mind go off and I'm like, whoa, getting too close to that sin. Let's turn around and run away so that, right. you know, I don't have to do that whole cycle again. So practically speaking, so say somebody's listening and they're yeah. like, I don't have a sin meter or, <laughs> yeah. or I am, I'm constantly going back to my sin. Mm. Um, what's that proverb? Like a dog returns to vomit, right? Mm. Like I just continually go back to it. Right. Would you have anything practical to share with people who are listening on how you deal with that or how you deal to continual sin that you are tempted to do? Yeah. No, I think that I feel like being able to put accountability in your life mm -hmm. and to also work on an actual relationship with Jesus. Because I think one of the big key factors in being a follower of Jesus is that these results, this fruit, is going to yeah. come out of your the inside of your heart, the Holy Spirit within you. Mm. It's gonna flow out of your life. And so if this is, or like any of those good things are a big struggle point, I think a reflection on like, okay, you know, who is Jesus to me? Like, am I repenting of my sin? have I chosen to follow Jesus? I think that's the number one first question. Mm -hmm. But I think if you have chosen to follow Jesus and he is doing that work, I think that conviction and that pointing out of that sin is something that's heightened when we build our relationship with God. Right. So I think there's a difference between, you know, choosing to follow Jesus and then kind of slacking, if you will, on your actual relationship with Jesus and working that on, working on that you know, on a daily basis, I think being able to dig deeper with God and to get to know him more is what transforms us to be able to be more like him. And so then when those sins do come up or when those temptations do arise, we've had so much ground that's right. been taken with Jesus that when we come up to it, it's like, okay, like, I know how to combat this. I need to call a friend who mm -hmm. is my accountability or um, I need to work on figuring out with Jesus what the root could possibly be of right. this temptation or this sin. And I, I honestly think it's a mental warfare too. Like mm -hmm. being able to recognize that a lot of this is a legitimate battle. And that's right? what God tells us in his word, that it is a battle. So. Absolutely. And I, I don't know if you're like me, because so we're different Enneagrams, yeah, <laughs> different yeah, yeah. personalities, but I, I feel like sometimes too when I sin, I immediately feel shame, I feel guilt, mm. I feel condemned. Oh, and yeah. I think too, when we do sin, mm. to make sure that not let the enemy, because there is an enemy like that wants us to continue to fail. He wants to kill, kill steal, and destroy. Right. To just, I feel like it's really helped me to remind myself like, thank you for reminding me mm. that I do fall short of God's glorious standard. You know, Absolutely. like, and thank you, God, that in your grace, you rescued me and you rescued me from this sin as well. And you are the one who will help me. And every sin I continue to make, mm -hmm. I can either choose to 
put pile me down deeper into a hole right of that all that yucky negativity like oh, i can't yeah. even do this or remind me of the gospel right oh for sure and i think that with goodness i think for my personal life always being pointed back to this is like the only reason i can be good is because Ugh. of jesus this is not something that oh lisa's a good person no Guys, I am not a good person. <laughs> I'm really not. And the only reason that any of that can flow from right. me is because of Jesus. And I think it's humbling. You know, mm-hmm. when we are confronted with our sin and we are confronted with temptation to be like, whoa, the only way I can get through this yes. is with the Holy Spirit working. Amen. So good. So Elise, why do you do the right thing even when it's hard? Ooh, <laughs> I think that... Because I know the pain of not doing Mm. the right thing. I know the results. I know the consequences. I know the yuck that comes with all of that. And I don't want that. I don't want that in my life. Like that time of my life where I was on the outside good and the inside really yucky, man, that was not a fun time. And even though I tried to make it out like it was, it really wasn't it wasn't fulfilling and I think there's a freedom and a peace and uh, just a relief when you are pursuing Jesus with all of your heart and yes we all fail but when we're pursuing him and getting rid of that mm-hmm. on a daily basis like that is what drives me to continue to want to seek to be good right. and want to seek the Holy Spirit in my day-to-day actions because goodness I believe that it is yes it's like this internal thing, but it's also action. Like Jesus himself was perfect and good. Mm -hmm. And how was he good? He was the good shepherd. He was good to the people that were around him. He was selfless in that way. And it was because of his holiness and his goodness. And I think that me wanting so badly deep in my heart to be more like Jesus, I think that that's what keeps me, you know, continuing on that path. Bonus points. Can you, <laughs> can you give a specific example of something in your life that you're like, I know this doesn't bring life? Mm, I think uh, in my life right now, it's control. Mm-hmm. Control of people, control of situations, control of um, just honestly schedules and lists and um, just my time. And I think God has been continuing to kind of refine me personally in this. And I've, I have struggled um, for many years with having this desire to control things and go back to my fleshly pre-Jesus nature of like, yeah. if I just try hard enough, if I just do this thing and control this situation, it'll be good. I'll be good. And I think God has been putting lots of situations in my path to give me a chance to relinquish control. Right. Even just a few weeks ago, I had a really busy week. Um, and I, I would, I think I've pride myself, and I know this is a simple thing too, on being pretty balanced. Yeah. And, oh man, God was like, nope, you're not going to do anything on your computer this week. You're going to meet with a bunch of people. And for me, that was hard. And right. do I love hanging out, meeting with people? For sure. But man, do I love a good checklist? Do I love a, love a good email spree? You yeah. know, and I think being able to say, okay, God, whoa, I know you're pointing this out in me. I need your help to not 
seek control of this. Right. And you know what? Offering it up to him actually made me realize how awesome the people that he placed in my path to meet with are. Yeah. And the way that he was really working in those meetings. I mean, gosh, there was just some really cool ones. And I, I was so grateful that I didn't do what I, my old self would have done, which would have been, I'm sorry, I'm too busy, or I got to cancel on you because I have too much stuff to do. Right. Nope. I stuck it out. Yeah. I did all the things and God blessed it. And right. I was like, oh, if I had just controlled it myself, right. I would not be experiencing this blessing or seeing this fruit. So. Seeing his goodness. Yes, and seeing his goodness <laughs> at work, for sure. Oh, that's such a good example. Well, we're going to flip it. Oh. I hear you have some questions for me. So I do. I do have some questions for you. So how do you, Kristen Hill, balance the temptation to make an idol out of being good? Because I struggle with this still. So do I. <laughs> I feel like I, I, I honestly, I do too. Like, I think especially as a Christian, I think we idolize goodness. I think we idolize Christians that seem like they have it all together. Mm. And that is a lie. Like that again is the gospel. Like we all fall short. Absolutely. And yes, we strive to be more like Jesus, but I think it is only by God's grace and goodness. Mm. I think I, I tend to my magnet pulls to yes, I am good. Oh, yeah. Look at how awesome I am, Jesus. <laughs> like, and then he always, in his love and his grace, disciplines me, in mm-hmm. it, whether it is um, through his word, whether mm-hmm. it is in me doing something sinful. Like, not that I am into, just out of my pride, just doing it myself and, you know, going yeah. like this to Jesus, like taking him out of the picture. And then I obviously, without his help, will fall. Uh. And I think he's so good sure. to me in reminding me that I I am not good apart from him. Mm. And I can't take any credit for that either. It is yeah. only him and the relationship that he has blessed me with. Absolutely. Ooh, that's good. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> yes. Do I have time for a second question? I think, yeah, really quick. I'll okay. All right. So how can other people watching this podcast recognize areas in their life that they feel their flesh is already good without God? Like when you're like, ooh, I'm already good in this little section. Yep. I think simple answer, praying about it. Being Mm. like, God, here's this area where I feel like I don't need you and I am good. Mm. Will you show me, um, one, how to give it to you? Mm. And two, like how if, let's say you are good, how you are the one behind this goodness. Oh, that's good. Because you can't take credit for it. Right. So that would be my short answer. Ooh, thank you. That was awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Elise, for letting me pick your brain about this. I loved your wisdom and God's wisdom in you. And thank you, Strong Roots, for joining us today. And I cannot wait to catch you next time. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to follow us on our other social media platforms. We don't want you to miss out on any future content. Thank you so much again, guys. I hope you have a great day. And I want you to know I am personally praying that your roots stay strong.